0: This is ContactTalkRadio.com, Consciousness in Action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and UpSnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Seek Reality Radio with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about your reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here is Roberta. There is one
2: reality. Either mainstream science or mainstream religions could do more than give us hints about what reality actually is because they're both belief systems. They're mutually exclusive belief systems at that. We know they can't both be right. So how do we get at the truth? Well, when we study nearly 200 years of abundant and consistent communications from the dead, we don't learn only that the dead are alive and every human life is eternal. I mean, as if that weren't enough. We also get a wonderfully detailed view of what actually is going on. And that view is consistent with both cutting-edge physics and the gospel teachings of Jesus. And how amazing is that? Today our wonderful guest is again Dr. R. Craig Hogan. He's devoted his life to the single-minded pursuit of the truth wherever it leads and he and I have a lot of fun with that. Lately Craig has been instrumental in preparing the greatest conference on afterlife communication ever assembled including participants from all over the world. Go to ASCSI.org for more information. That's a-S-C-S-I dot org. And please join us in Scottsdale in July. It won't be just the weather in Scottsdale that's hot. This conference is as hot as you can imagine. Today, Craig and I are going to talk in particular about communicating with the dead, with, with people that, that, you know, we thought we were forever separated from, but they're actually right where we are right now, and we can talk to them. We're also going to talk about the signs they've been giving us for thousands of years to let us know they were alive. Welcome, Craig.
0: Hi, Roberta. <laughs> I'm delighted to be here
2: <laughs> i'm so glad to have you here. I always have so much fun with you um what what we're what we 're going to do what I'm, I, I, I just like to listen to you talk to tell you the truth um tell, tell me t- tell us a little bit about the conference and then let's just launch into talking about science and communication
0: mm-hmm, sure what we 've done is to assemble nineteen speakers and these are the people who are the practitioners or developers or theorists. Who are engaged in afterlife communication, and they are, this isn't something which is uh, just guesswork. They're actually doing it right now and successfully. And so we've assembled them all together for the first time to talk about each of their methods of communication. And they're going to be de- demonstrating them and explaining them and uh, letting everybody ask questions, and hopefully, people are going to go away from this conference knowing about the afterlife connection methods, uh, being able to engage in them and actually have contacts with their loved ones on the other side, and excited about continuing their understanding and and their uh, engagement in finding out about the afterlife. It's going to be a wonderful conference, and uh, the the 19 speakers are going to be talking about 16 different methods of afterlife communication that people are using today successfully.
2: Wow. <laughs> the thing the thing about communication is that this is what's going to do it, um, that we have been getting good, solid evidence from the dead that they're alive and they've been telling us in detail about the afterlife. And all of this should by now long since have become common knowledge. But it isn't because uh, people were able to say, "Oh, the mediums are reading minds," or uh, "Oh, you made that up," or "You're just trying to make a." Bu-. I mean, there's been so many we- or they could just flat ignore um, the evidence, which has been so overwhelming and so so abundant that you and I, frankly, have been wallowing in for a couple of decades. Mm-hmm.
0: But, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. but with the the actual communications, when a person who is a skeptic can talk to mom. Um, he can't be a skeptic anymore. This doesn't just prove we can communicate with the dead when this inevitably becomes common knowledge, but it proves it all is true. It proves the afterlife is real. It proves human life is eternal. It proves the world is totally different. Reality is totally different from anything that either science or frankly, Christianity has been telling us for all along. It's going to change everything. So I see this this conference and, and what you've put together as, as potentially uh, a totally earth-shaking. If we can get the word out, the world will change and change forever and change for the better.
0: And that's what so, we hear people say when they have these experiences. So when they have the, the experience of communicating with their loved one on the other side, and they know it's them because they have conversations with them, uh, after that then they say this was a life-changing experience. And it, it literally is life-changing They are different people once they've had these experiences, and uh, and we know now that we can they can have them. Uh, Rochelle Wright, uh, who is a psychotherapist from state licensed psychotherapist from Washington, does guided afterlife connections. She has over a ninety five percent connect rate. And the connection doesn't just mean that uh, they say hi to each other from across the veil. They actually have conversations and talk together and and go into different scenes. I've had my own guided afterlife connection through Rochelle and uh, it just is exciting. You know, I I met my mother and father there uh, and what happens is uh, the person sits in the psychotherapist's office. It's just like having a, a normal psychotherapy session. And she uses a method called guided afterlife connection in which it puts the person into a state of mind in which they can have their own connection. The psychotherapist is not a medium, has nothing to do with the connection, just sits there while the person has their eyes closed, having the connection, and then afterwards, the person tells the psychotherapist what went on. So the psychotherapist is not involved at all. It's completely between the person who's sitting there and their loved ones on the other side. And what happens is that uh, they go, the they, loved ones on the other side take them places. They go on, on uh, scenic tours of the afterlife. Uh, they can shift from one scene to another. So since they're in charge, the person on the other side is in charge of it. They take them into all kinds of scenes. They take them to the tops of mountains or down into mountain streams. Or In uh, one uh, a woman who is herself a medium and had this experience, uh, her son took her into a pool, and they jumped into the pool together. And she felt herself going down, and she felt the water, and and she came oh. back up, and uh, and and got out of the pool. And uh, on they take walks on the beach together. They hug, they kiss, uh, and all of this is happening while they're sitting there with their eyes closed, having the experience all by themselves. And these are lengthy conversations that they have with each other. And uh, this is with uh, over 95% success rate. Anybody can have them. But last time Rochelle did a training, she's training psychotherapists now to use it. There are over three dozen psychotherapists using it. And the last time she did a training for five psychotherapists, and, and they all had their own connections when they did for each other within the, the training setting. Uh, so it's very reliable. And uh, so anybody can do that now.
2: Well, people should know that next week, uh, Rochelle will be our guest uh, for the second time. Uh, she's a lovely person. She's she's sweet. She's unassuming, assuming, but she's, she's full of grit when, it, when you, she starts talking about all of this. Um, she's just made wonderful, wonderful advances. And I've talked with some of the people. Um, she specializes in helping people in deep grief. And I've talked with people who told me that the experiences they had with people they had thought were dead especially children or very close spouses they they said their grief went completely away uh yes. in just a, just a few hours they were mm-hmm. they, they were totally without grief it was at zero because they knew not only that their loved one was alive but that the relationship was exactly the same and uh, in a moment really relatively um they'll be together again and together forever so uh, what she's doing is 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 as uh, you say, life changing. just Smart, Yeah. One of the things people would say about um what they do with Rochelle, or what they do in in the connect, the you also have a method of having people learn to do it themselves without a, a, a therapist. Mm-hmm. People yes. would say, "Well, it's happening in your head. You must be imagining it." I think what people need to understand is that the only thing that exists is mind. What we believe we see around us now is a projection of mind. So for us to go in mind to connect with our loved ones who are dead is every bit as real as what the room you see around you now. Um, and, And that's what the people told me frankly when i talked with them they said it was no question this wasn't their imagination this was a real experience they were having with people they really loved and as you say the water's wet uh they feel the breeze they they're 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 out there it's real it's a real real experience the hug is real i said well could you feel the arms oh yeah it was a a real hug in a real Mm -hmm. place um Mm -hmm. but i think I, i it's exciting it really is yeah
0: it is exciting, and and uh, one experience that uh, someone had in in one of these connections, uh, he uh, had he opened his eyes quickly because uh, he he took himself out of uh, the situation he was in, and uh, he said to the psychotherapist, uh, "Oh, I felt like there was a big claw uh, going around me, and I didn't know what that was." And the psychotherapist said, "Well, go back in and find out. Ask them, and this is what they can do. They can go back in and continue the dialogue. So the person went back in and, and asked his brother, whom it was uh, on the other side, uh, what that was. And his brother said, I was giving you a hug. Oh, gee. <laughs> and uh, but we know that these are real. <laughs> One of the reasons we know is because of the fact that, as you say, the, the experiencers say this was absolutely real. The things that came to me were spontaneous. I wasn't planning them. I wasn't thinking of them. They were telling me things that I didn't expect. Sometimes they yeah. tell me things I, that I don't want to believe, but but they tell me they told me that, and uh, and now I believe it. But we also have evidence from the people who have these experiences, learning things that they could not have known. Uh, in one of the, self, you mentioned self, the self guided afterlife connections, um, I, and I will give you an example of that after I explain what they are. In Self-Guided Afterlife Connections, there's a training program that I developed. It's online and it's free to anybody who wants to use it. It connects with an 86% success connect rate. Uh, But the person sits down and they learn how to permit themselves to go into a state in which they can allow free unfoldment. In other words, the, the people on the other side can take control and allow the connection to unfold. And once they've learned how to allow the connection to unfold, then they can close their eyes at any time, go to that state where they were but just by uh, willing themselves into it, and they can have a conversation with their loved one on the other side. But in, right. uh, we've had a number of these in which we've had circumstances in which a person learns things they could not have known. In one of them, a woman had a, a self-guided afterlife connection, uh, and she met her uh, grandmother. Uh, um, she met her mother, who was on the other side, and when she met her mother, who was on the other side, she came back to her aunt and uh, described what had happened, described the experience to her, and uh, and her her aunt said, uh, well, next time you go and talk to your, your mother, would you ask her uh, if uh, grandma is there, you know, your grandma, because that would have been their parent and uh, she said all right I'll do that and the next time she had a session she went in and she had the session and during the session she she said to her mother uh, uh we wanted to find out if grandma is, is here and she didn't see grandma but she saw a young girl about 16 who came out and uh and the the, uh, the mother talked to her and and uh they had talked together and and uh, they had a wonderful time talking about spiritual things. Afterward, she went back and, uh, and and she talked to her grandmother, uh, her aunt about it. And uh, when she talked to her aunt, um, she said, uh, "I didn't make a connection, you know, to, to find out about grandma, but uh, I kept hearing the name Mabel, Mabel, Mabel." And her aunt said, "Oh, Mabel, that was that was uh, my sister who had passed away when she was a teenager." oh wow so yeah the, the, uh, the woman who had the experience didn 't know <laughs>
2: didn 't know that
0: was who that person was, but uh, she heard the name Mabel and uh, and she learned who it was. We have many of those kinds of accounts of people learning things they could not have known, so we know that these are real encounters with people on the other side.
2: yeah, how astonishing mm-hmm. and this is, this is something that people will be able if they come to the conference to learn more about. Um, and let, let's give your website, Craig. How if people are interested in learning how to to do a self guided afterlife connection? I know that there's a process there. It's not not just a one click step. But mm-hmm. if the people that are very successful who go through the process, what, what's your website?
0: Uh, they can. It's at selfguided. Dot Dot but I'm going to find it. There's an easier way to get to it. Uh, the there there is a website called afterlifeconnections.org. That's Just one afterlifeconnections.org, and on that website it explains what Rochelle is doing uh, in the guided afterlife connections, and it explains the self-guided afterlife connections, and the links uh, to the self-guided afterlife connections are there.
1: Wow. So uh,
0: and you can read accounts. We actually have journal accounts after every person finishes a stage in the training, they fill out a journal and describe what happened with them, and the journals are just wonderful because they're full of experiences like these, that people I have, and they have given permission. They've all given permission uh, when they went through the procedure to allow other people to read them. We change the names so that they're not identifiable, uh, but you can read about the actual uh, situations that the people have been in, what's happened to them, what the other people have, have said, and they're they're just uplifting. these warm, wonderful accounts of what happened with them. So that's afterlifeconnections.org with an S on the end. With an S on the end. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, great. Okay, that's super. Um, I should just. I want to make sure. I always do this when you come on. I want to make sure to mention your eternal self. Your eternal self was how I met craig um and it's the best simplest easiest way if you want to begin to understand what's going on read your eternal self um i recommend it highly to everybody i see i've given away a bunch of copies because what craig has done is to put together a great deal of the information that it would take you would have to laboriously comb through a lot of things to try to to begin to understand what's actually going on. He makes it easy. Um, and we're, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. You're listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. Our guest is my dear friend, the wonderful R. Craig Hogan, and we'll be right back.
1: If you want to know more about what really happens when we die, or if you're just curious about some of the things discussed on Seek Reality Radio, come and join the friendly seekers at AfterlifeForums.com. Roberta Grimes administers a growing community in an atmosphere of love and acceptance. It really is possible to know the truth. Give yourself the gift of understanding. Share your thoughts with people who are eager to listen. Finally, get your big questions answered. Afterlifeforums.com The truth about your own eternal nature turns out to be even more wonderful than your most optimistic hopes. When Roberta Grimes studied the afterlife evidence, she learned a lot more than what happens when we die. She also discovered that we actually are perfectly loving eternal beings. To help us explore who we really are, she's begun a multi-generational fictional saga that she calls Letters from Love. Letter from Freedom and Letter from Money begin the series, and Letter from Wonder is due in the fall. They read like fantasy romance, but they are the glorious truth. Also, enjoy Roberta's My Thomas, the beautiful tale of Thomas Jefferson's marriage. Her new novel, Rich and Famous, is a romance set in the go go 80s. Check out RobertaGrimes.com to learn more. Knowing the truth about our eternal lives changes everything.
2: Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. We're talking with our Dr. R. Craig Hogan, um, and he is putting together the... Best conference um, on afterlife communication ever assembled anywhere in the world. I think I, I feel confident in saying that it's going to be held in July. Go to ascsi.org for more information. Um, Scottsdale is easy to get to. You fly into Phoenix from anywhere in the country, and uh, th- this is going to be uh, three days that no one will ever ever forget. Uh, it's it's groundbreaking. Um, the people coming to, as presenters are coming from australia brazil and uh and people are actually attending from all over the world as well so if you care at all about trying to understand how you can communicate with people you love and just where this science is going please be there ascsi.org so craig let's talk about sonia
0: okay yeah sonia is exciting sonia is from brazil she's a brazilian researcher and she is the President of the Institute of Advanced Research in Instrumental Transcommunication. Instrumental transcommunication means that using some sort of an electronic device to communicate with the other side and there are a number of ways that people are doing that now they 're doing it with uh, video and other, they could take pictures of the television set and the, and there will be images that will come on the television. They take videos of uh, people who are uh, in, on the other side that are showing up on, on films that look rather like bubble wrap. And, uh, and by waving the, the bubble wrap, the, the, the impressions come onto it in ways that we don't fully understand. But the images are full images of people from the other side. And, and in fact, uh, Sonia has done one in which she did My Mother and uh, it's on the, the uh, website. You can see it's uh, my mother's picture from when she was uh, on the Earth plane. And the what Sonia had gotten, that was uh, on a video, and, and they're identical with each other. Uh, they're identical. So I've see. seen them. Yes. Yeah. It's,
2: mm-hmm. it's the same face, but it's not the same picture. Um, no. It's, it's really quite amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Just amazing. But uh, she's doing that, and she's also doing audio. The uh, The audio is exciting. Uh, she is uh, especially connecting parents with their children who are on the other side. Uh, and what she does is she has the person, the parents, call in, and uh, she's on uh, the phone when they call in, and they have a third phone, which is an extension phone, which has a microphone on it. And uh, what they do is the parent asks questions, and then leaves a pause of 10 to 20 seconds. And then uh, during that pause on the recording, the person on the other side, the child on the other side, speaks. Uh, and, but they can't hear it until out, they play back the recording because uh, it's something which happens to the recording itself. It doesn't happen in the air. There are no vibrations in the air making voices that we can hear. So the person, the parent, then asks a question, and pauses ten to twenty seconds, asks another question, pauses ten to twenty seconds, and then they play back the recording, and it's a, a dialogue between the two of them. Uh, they are the person on the other side, the child on the other side, is responding to them, uh, and she has done this in one month she did this with one hundred and sixty three parents. Wow. and this can't be fake. These are parents who are communicating with their children who are on the other side, uh, and that's what that, what makes it so exciting. And uh, what I have is I, I have a recording of, of a child speaking from the other side, and I have a recording of my mother speaking from the other side, and they're very short, just a, a, one segment of it that I'd like to play, if that's okay. Please. Uh, and what I'd like to do is I'd like to start with the child because it's phenomenal. Uh, this is a recording from the, that actually Sonia did, and in this recording you're going to hear Sonia first. Sonia will speak, and she'll say, do you have a message for your mother? And then you'll hear the child speak, and that's what comes on the recording that they don't hear until after they play the recording. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to play that for you right now, and uh, uh, we'll try it and, and see if you can hear it well. If you we can't, then we'll play it again. This is the recording. Sonia speaks first, and then the child. Would you like to leave a message to your mother? Mommy, I can talk. Did you hear that? Yes. Wow. Okay. And she said, <laughs> and, and the child said, Mommy, I can talk.
2: Oh, I think I have tears in my eyes now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just wonderful. It's just oh, wonderful. my And she's Lord. done, a, in one month, she did 163 of these, in oh. which the, the parent was speaking with their child on the other side. Uh, And let me also play the recording of my mother. It is definitely my mother who was speaking in these recordings that she did. Uh, And what happens in this recording, uh, that happens very often in these recordings, the person on the other side gives the answer before Sonia asks the question. Uh, And it's because they know their thoughts uh, and they know Sonia's thoughts. And so even before she uh, speaks the question, the person on the other side has given the answer. And that's what happens in this recording of my mother. Uh, You will hear my mother first, and then you'll hear Sonia asking the question. But the first part of it, because it's so clear, you'll you'll wonder uh, if that's Sonia speaking, but it isn't. The first thing that you will hear is my mother, and then after that you'll hear Sonia. This is it.
2: (laughs)
1: Can Mrs.
0: Rosemary say something to Craig? So that that was her saying ready at this point, and uh, so, Sonia's question was, uh, "Can Rosemary? It was actually Mary Rose, but she had uh, transposed the, the words. Can Mary Rose say something to Craig? And,
2: and, so, and so that was your mother, though you heard the that was my mother. Speak. That was the, that the was intonation
0: small. of my mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there, there it, it's it's like a, a, a mature version of my mother. So, uh, but it is the intonation. The intonation is the same, exactly the same.
2: Wow. She
0: has many, many of these. Unfortunately, most of them are in Portuguese. So,
2: yeah, because she's
0: Brazilian. So uh, yeah, we're uh, we're right now working on getting more of them in English. Like uh, that's one of the reasons she did my mother, but she had now has. I've given her the names and photographs of uh, two sets, uh, two parents uh, who have children on the other side. And she is now working to, uh, to get connections with the, the children on the other side and recording those. And we're going to be starting to get some more English recordings from Sonia. What she's doing is exciting, it's, it's groundbreaking, and uh, it's going to result eventually in the, the Holy Grail, which is being able to have dialogues back and forth over the electronic device.
2: Soul phone, as Gary uh, Gary Schwartz, mm, the soul phone. who is a force of nature, calls it a soul phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be on for, I think, the fourth time uh, on on this program in a few weeks. Um, he's very, very heavily involved in that, and he will be at the conference, as will you, as will Sonia, which is one of the reasons why I think that this conference is going to be historic, because all the people that um, are sort of, central to working on this particular issue are are kind of coming together now and to really talk about it. Um, But I I just could two comments. The first is there's another explanation too for why the answer would appear before the question. Um, And that's that where our loved ones are, time is very different. Mm -hmm. Um, And they tell us that over and over again. Uh, And that that seems to possibly be also why, um, um, you know, things will seem reversed to us because they're just not living with our time constraints.
0: Mm-hmm. It's um, true. That it, is true. It, it, it,
2: the other thing I, I really want to talk about is the, the fact that none of this is really news. It's I think it's going to happen now. It's going to work now. But in the 80s, in the late 70s, um, there were there was already wonderful work going on in instrumental transcommunication and electronic voice phenomena um, in the mid eighties uh, There were some extraordinary things being done um, with with telephones with by the harsh fishback couple who were um, a european a European couple who were very well tied in with researchers on the other side and that 's another thing I think we should mention that when this stuff goes on. The real researchers are the dead. Teams uh-huh. of dead scientists come up with ways to make this work. And and the people who are here and trying to do it are their lab assistants basically, um, mm-hmm. taking direction from people who are there. And there was a lot of effort on the on the part of dead scientists in the eighties to try to make this happen. A lot of progress was made, it was ignored. Um there's a wonderful um a recording from 1994 of a series of conversations that Constantine Rodove who was an early researcher who had then died, he came up with a way to call up people that he knew and have conversations that were then um, recorded as he was having them. It was mm-hmm. it was his voice, and everybody knew he was dead, and it was his voice. Mm-hmm. So we've had proof of concept for for 30 years. Um, the, the, the Wright, Wright Brothers flight happened 30 years ago or more. And all we needed was that in order for us to say that this age of communicating with the dead electronically had started just as they started the age of flight. Right now, what we're in is kind of the early age of maybe biplanes and irregular, uh, kind of, uh, we can get in the airborne, I'm not sure for how long kind of stuff. That's where we are now and it's it's happening without the participation of the people who should be leading it from here which which uh, you know is our mainstream scientists they they should be very excited about this mm-hmm. and this is the this is the place to make your name if you're going to be the um the lab researcher for key dead physicists who are working on the way to make this work that's how you make your name but mm-hmm. they ignore it so mm-hmm. um w- once we have a, a way for it to fairly reliably be done In English, Um, and once we get that word out, and these people then try to debunk it and can't, that's when the world will change. But I'm not—I don't think it'll change till then. But we know it's going to happen; we just don't know when.
0: Right, that's it. Uh, We know it's going to happen, and you know what uh, uh, Max Bunk said about it. He said uh, we're not going to be able to convince these people. What's going to happen is they're all going to die off, and the younger generation who has grown up with it are going to be the ones that are going to come up and. They're going to be the scientists who are going to really make the breakthroughs. We've seen a revolution. We saw the revolution in the Newtonian revolution. Uh, we saw the revolution in quantum mechanics in the early part of the 20th century. The next revolution uh, in science is going to be the science of consciousness, because we're yes. going to be discovering the way that consciousness affects reality, and that's going to answer a lot of questions that... People can't answer right now, especially in quantum mechanics, because they can't answer uh, non-local effects where things happen to things and things that are sep- apparently separate, but they're joined in some way. What uh, Einstein called spooky action at, at a distance, all mm-hmm. that's going to be explained by consciousness and understanding of how consciousness shapes reality. And that's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It'll be in the yes. physics textbooks, if you can yes. imagine. Had it Had it all gone right, if it had all gone right, Starting with the first century, uh, things would have been different. Uh, had uh, the Gnostics uh, been uh, been successful uh, instead of the organized church, the Roman church, uh, then things might have been different. We would have seen textbooks that would have had spiritual development alongside scientific development as two different channels toward the truth that have evolved together. And that's the way it should have been uh, yes. instead of the way that it is now. Yeah. Um, the other person we're also going to have is Victor Zamets. And Victor yes. Zamets is going to be traveling up from Australia. He's uh, a rock Victor star. Is, yeah. I, <laughs> and uh, he is uh, just a wonderful man. He's a retired uh, attorney from Australia who has dedicated his life Two, showing the fact that communication is is real with the afterlife and that the afterlife is a reality. And uh, he is a a specialist and spends most of his time uh, with David Thompson. He's a specialist in in physical uh, mediumship. In physical mediumship, the people sit in the circle. This is the, the classical seance kind of a thing. And uh, when they sit in the circle, then uh, things happen physically in in the room. Uh, Trumpets move around the room or or objects move or chairs move. uh, And uh, he's going to be coming up. He's going to be talking about that kind of communication. Uh, And there's a a wonderful reunion that that we actually have a recording of uh, and that people can listen to on uh, Victor's website of uh, a woman named Sarah who was sitting in on one of David Thompson's seances. And her lover, who was named Nick, who had just passed away a few months before, came in, spoke with Sarah. And as he was speaking with Sarah, she actually felt his hands around her face, holding her face. Uh, and uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful reunion, and it's one of those things you can't uh, fake. There's no way that you could because he was talking to her about things that only the two of them knew. But Victor's going to be there, and and, uh, so that's very exciting. He's going to be talking about uh, physical mediumship especially, but in general about the afterlife and and why we know that the afterlife is a reality, and and, uh, so that will be exciting. Uh, we're also going to be having, uh, uh, as you say, uh, Gary Schwartz is going to be there. He's going to be talking about the soul phone, which is another way that uh, pioneering method of communicating with the other side, by allowing those on the other side to manipulate photons, which are light particles, uh, so that it's rather like a telegraph but by by having photons go through the click. Uh, they uh, can communicate with our side, and eventually we're going to have a device that's going to be able to translate those. And, Rosemary Guy is going to be there. She's going to be talking about connecting in dreams and how people can enhance the possibility of connecting within the dream state, because we know people have dream state uh, afterlife connections.
2: So So she's going to be there, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One thing I should say is that this is such an extraordinary group of people um, and on all so many different cutting edges that... um, Craig has put together a book uh, called Afterlife Communication, which is basically sums up what all these people are doing uh, in their own words. And I read the book. It is phenomenal. And it's just now available on Amazon. It's called Afterlife Communication. And and Craig is the editor of it. But it's just, uh, it sings. There's there's so much excitement, so much joy, so much activity, so many things going on in the area of communication, and and it's primarily, I think, because the dead are have a, a renewed enthusiasm. You might say it's partly because you know now we have uh, you know some some people have uh, Steve Jobs and a few other people are now there and now probably working on this and excited about it. But um, there's a new uh, drive it, to to raise our consciousness, and the only way that's really going to happen is when people fully understand their own nature and fully understand what reality is. And that's going to require direct communication with the mm-hmm. levels of reality where the dead are. So I think that's really what's going on. But, mm-hmm. but it's exciting. Um, get this book, After Love Communication. It is just the best. It's exciting. Um, I've, I'm in the process of writing a, um, a sequel to, which was long planned and I never felt competent to write it till, till, you know, Craig urged me to. Um, we we've got to start uh, talking about communication in a more direct way. So I wrote the fun of dying. I've just written the draft of the fun of staying in touch, uh, and w- which we talk about all these things and and about where it's going. Plus, I talk about what the dead have been doing for thousands of years to let us know that they're here. Um, and when when we come back, we'll we'll talk a little bit about that uh, the area of signs from the dead, which most people privately know because they've been getting these signs gee i think that was from mom but but we don't talk about it it's time to talk about it Uh, it's time for us to break again this is seek reality with roberta grimes on the contact talk radio network you are an eternal being you never began you never will end and when you really know that it changes everything our guest today is the extraordinary dr r craig hogan and we'll be right back
1: studied the afterlife evidence she learned a lot more than what happens when we die she also discovered that we actually are perfectly loving eternal beings to help us explore who we really are she's begun a multi-generational fictional saga that she calls letters from love letter from freedom and letter from money begin the series and letter from wonder is due in the fall They read like fantasy romance, but they are the glorious truth. Also, enjoy Roberta's My Thomas, the beautiful tale of Thomas Jefferson's marriage. Her new novel, Rich and Famous, is a romance set in the go-go 80s. Check out robertagrimes.com to learn more. Knowing the truth about our eternal lives changes everything. If you want to know more about what really happens when we die, or if you're just curious about some of the things discussed on Seek Reality Radio, come and join the Friendly Seekers at AfterlifeForums.com. Roberta Grimes administers a growing community in an atmosphere of love and acceptance. It really is possible to know the truth. Give yourself the gift of understanding, share your thoughts with people who are eager to listen. Finally, get your big questions answered. Afterlifeforums.com. The truth about your own eternal nature turns out to be even more wonderful than your most optimistic hopes.
2: Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. We're talking with Dr. R. Craig Hogan. I'm going to try to get him to be my co-host, I think, at some point, because I always just so much enjoy having you on, Craig. Um, We're we're going to talk now about what really should be front and center of everybody's mind. If someone who's close to you dies, what seems to have happened over the ages, and let me just talk quickly about what the physics of it is and why this would be the case we're told and the evidence suggests that there are many levels of energy reality that all exist in the same place like the, all the different channels on your TV set and we're like at channel 2 baby and your loved one when he or she dies is at channel maybe 10 it's part of the physics of this that you can go lower so that if you're if they're at channel 10 naturally by their spiritual development they can easily be around you easily be aware of how you're feeling you can't go higher so for all of human history, since before we were Cro-Magnons, there have been people who died and then were appalled that they, their loved ones were grieving, were upset, were frightened, and it was just horrible for them. So they've been trying to come up with ways to give signs. Most of the signs, um, when we know about them, you come to understand most of the signs are, are, are simple things. Um, and Craig, talk about signs—the kinds of things that the dead will do, the things they leave, coins, for example, and feathers.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and some, many of these things—you—you'd uh, mentioned that people can be frightened of them. Many times, when what it, what it appears to be a, a poltergeist, it appears to be activity around a house, and uh, people can't explain why things are moving and you know, why there are taps and why there are wraps and. Many times it, it is a loved one. It isn't some mischievous ghost. It's a loved one who's just trying to get their attention, uh, and so they need to find out who it is. But they're, those on the other side are, are given the ability, and I say given because it comes from the source, the creative source of the universe. They're given the ability to do small things in the environment that don't interfere with our free will, that, that don't make it difficult for us to continue with our lessons on the earth plane, but they let us know that they're there, and uh, and so these are realities. So, uh, the first and most important is the sense of presence, This just the sense that they're there. We have that sense. That it's a real sense. People ignore it, and they shouldn't ignore it. When they have the sense that, that someone is there whom they love, that it, they're there in the room with them, just the feeling like they're there in the room, they are there. That's a real sense, like seeing or hearing. And we need to pay attention to that sense because uh it's a reality. And then they can you can pause at that moment and, and, and have a conversation with them. All you have to do is learn how to relax yourself, allow the conversation to unfold, allow them to speak to you uh in in your mind and allow and then you speak back to them. But when that sense of presence comes about it's a real sense and, and they can learn how to become attentive to that. And respond to it. Uh, hearing a voice, some people hear like an, an external voice or, or an internal voice. It's like words that uh, that they recognize that would come from the person on the other side, and, and those words suddenly come to them, or they suddenly seem feel like they like they actually heard them. And, and uh, those are the people on the other side impressing yes. us with their thoughts.
2: And yes. that's
0: the way they communicate with their thoughts.
2: And it, one of the things is very important is if you have the slightest feeling of presence. Um, Mm -hmm. If you find, uh, start finding feathers or you start seeing butterflies or dragonflies, which are all things that they commonly do, it's very important to say aloud. Our dear friend Mikey, we've had Carol and Mikey on several times. Mikey died at 20 and he's a very advanced being. And he tells me, he was a consultant on my book, Fun of Staying in Touch. He tells me we should speak aloud to the dead. Yes, they'll talk in our minds, but to to the energy of our acknowledging thank you mom thank you for this even if you're not certain it's mom you don't have to be certain Uh but if you're if if someone you love has recently died um say aloud thank you for giving me that sign please give me more and Uh send them that that message and they'll keep doing it because Uh if we don't acknowledge what they're doing they will fairly quickly stop and that frankly is sad because they really want to stay in touch with us it's not they don't want that relationship to have that little break that comes if they die and you don't so tell us more tell us about some of the things that, that that they leave for us i mean to me the coins are very striking because I, you know, you find a few coins, but then um, you usually you don't find many pennies really on the ground. If you start finding a bunch of pennies, not just on the ground, but on tables, on shelves. One woman, um, there was a, a an old bureau in her grandmother's um, bedroom that hadn't the drawers hadn't been opened because they were stuck, and she finally pried the top drawer open. Had never been opened in her lifetime, and she found inside it a penny. With the current year which you know kind of makes your eyes cross um and suggests to me that these pennies are apports um Mm -hmm. things that literally are dematerialized and and then rematerialized in a different place um Mm -hmm. which is a whole other thing area of stuff we should talk about you know what that what what that is and how that happens
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's true and uh when my grandmother passed, uh, I was finding dimes, and uh, I found dimes all over the place. It wasn't nickels, it wasn't pennies, you know, And I don't find dimes all over the place, but, but uh, no. for a period of time, I was just finding dimes practically every place that I looked. And it is true; they are able, to, uh, they are given permission uh, by the creative source to be able to make the butterflies come, or a butterfly come and stay around, or a hummingbird. One of the things that happened in one of the the guided afterlife connections with, that Rochelle did was that a woman uh, who had whose daughter had passed, uh, who had uh, loved hummingbirds, a uh, hummingbird came and, and stayed. It actually took up residence outside of their house, and it was always there. And she knew that the hummingbird was a sign from her daughter, Christine. Uh, um. and, and so these these signs that happen that are unusual, they couldn't be coincidental, uh, those are signs from the other side. They're given permission to do that, to, to give us comfort in knowing that they're there. And you're right about the fact that if people don't communicate, then the, the people on the other side will stop trying to communicate. It's just frustrating for them. Uh, and that's why many people say, well, you know, I thought I had some signs of, of mom being around for the first few months, but yeah. then I didn't get anything after that, and I don't yes, know what happened. Uh, right. And the reason is that they've gone on because they really yeah. can't communicate easily. So that uh, saying something to the person, having a conversation with them, that is the way of letting them know that, that they have been successful, that they, you're maintaining the relationship. We talked now uh, in, in uh, the Freudian uh, method of, of uh, handling grief, the person was to give up on the other person, give up on the, the on remembering, yeah. take the, their room and, and convert it into a study and, and these oh. kinds of things, and, and they broke off the relationship. And what we're saying now is that that's not what we should be doing. We should be developing a new relationship. This is a, yes. a wonderful relationship. It's new. Hope, it's different for glorious. us. But it's still it a relationship. Is. And we should it cultivate is. that relationship. And, and we can do that now. Some of the people who are doing the self-guided afterlife connections. After they learn how to do that, if they're trained by going through that online training program, then they have them repeatedly. One, uh, one woman has her afterlife connections every day. And uh, so she goes in and, and she has conversations. Uh, And many of the others have gone through hundreds of them themselves. But it reestablishes a relationship, a unique relationship. It's a wonderful, fruitful relationship.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's very exciting. And and the possibilities are so exciting because, again, we're just at the start of this wonderful new age where people are going to know that the dead are alive, that their own lives are eternal, and that Mm -hmm. this ready communication back and forth is going to happen. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Yeah. And the other thing that the people get is they'll smell a fragrance. They'll smell, right. you know, uh, grandma's perfume. You know, that's right. That's uh, they'll right. get that's in the a, car. They'll, they'll, one, they'll smell the cigars that you know, the dad used to smoke. Uh, yeah. And and those are real smells. Those are real communications from the other side yep. saying, "Hey, I'm here." I'm fine. Yeah, I've and had them. And,
2: and you can't mistake them either, especially if no. you're in a place where nobody's smoking and there's the mm-hmm. smell of smoke. It's overwhelming. They're very um, real. Another, another thing that they can do is uh, is be a vision. And very often the mm-hmm. vision doesn't last long. It doesn't speak. But the person it looks happy and smiling. And usually it's only the top part of the body. They, it must take so much effort that they don't bother to give you feet. Um, mm-hmm. they, they just give you a vision of the top part of their body. But their mm-hmm. their estimates that widows and widowers, 50% or more of widows and widowers will see a vision of the, the departed spouse in the first year after mm-hmm. a death. Yes. I've mm-hmm. talked to so many people who have, and when I ask about it, they say, well, I, didn't, I thought it was unusual. I said, no, it's, it's like the most common thing in the world mm-hmm. for that to happen. And it no, it wasn't common. your imagination.
0: It is very common. And it's also common for people to, uh, to see their loved one uh, across uh, a crowd see them on the other side or or walking down the street. Uh, And then we had that validated through mediums that, that, yes, that was me. I I did appear to you. Uh, I have one story of a woman uh, who had walked out into the uh, barnyard of uh, their their, uh, farm, and uh, she walked out into the barnyard, and there standing by the barn was her uh, a friend who had passed away, and he waved at her, and, and then uh, when she looked back, he was gone. And uh, then he did validate that through a medium that, in fact, that was him that uh, she had seen. So it does happen that people do appear, uh, and and uh, we do get the connections in that way, and we don't know why they're able to do it that way, but we know that that does happen. Uh, the, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross had her own experience, and she, the expert on death and dying uh, when she was about to give up her work in death and dying because it was so frustrating, she had been getting such flack from the other physicians that uh, she was going to give it up. And as she walked down the hallway in the, the teaching hospital in Chicago one day, uh, there was a woman who came up to her and said, uh, Dr. Kubler-Ross, uh, can I speak to you for a moment? And, and she said, sure, let's go down to my office. And she said that that, that walk was the longest walk she'd ever taken in her life. Because the person who was walking next to her was Mrs. Schwartz, who had passed away two years before and was yeah, one of her I patients. I uh that
2: story. And yeah.
0: uh, she walked in, down into the office and had a conversation with her. And oh. Mrs. Schwartz, Mrs. Schwartz said, you must not give up on death and, and dying and your, your work. We will help you. And uh, and so they that, had a conversation. Fabulous. Yeah. Raymond <laughs> Moody had the same thing. He had his grandmother come in and, uh, and sat yeah. with him and, and they reminisced about things that had gone on in his childhood and things he had forgotten about, and, and uh, when it was all said and done, then she just got up and walked out, and, and they said goodbye, just like that she was walking into another room or, or going next door. And uh, so he had his own experience. But people do appear. That is a reality. Yeah. So if you think you see somebody, who a loved one who has uh, passed to the other side, it's very possible that it, it would be them appearing to you. And uh, that they are there only for a glimpse, but it is really them.
2: And and they're just, they all are communicating the same thing, which is, Mm -hmm. I love you, I'm fine, and you're going to join me, and we'll be together again. That's Mm -hmm. what all these signs are about. Conversations can get more complicated. The will is in the bottom drawer. But... Mm -hmm. but the only reason that the signs are that they want us to stop grieving because there's no reason to grieve. They're fine and we will see them again and we'll all be together in joy and love. And that's, that's the, that's the, the, the big reason that all of this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. we're, we're coming to the end of our time. I hate this. Now, in, in two weeks, um, Craig and I are going to get together again and we're going to talk about um, reality, what it is and what it's like to have figured it out when so few people have uh, and how that's possible. Uh, we're not the flakes. Other people are. Um, we'll explain why that's the case and how this is likely to end. And it's going to be kind of a, a really freewheeling discussion that I'm looking forward to very much. So please join us in two weeks. Um, I, Again, go to ascsi dot org. Learn more about the conference. Um, look up "Afterlife Communication" on Amazon dot com. It's a fabulous book about the presenters. If you can't be at the conference, it's the next best thing. Um, and Craig, please give again your website so people know how to get uh, get there.
0: Mm-hmm. It's Afterlife Connections with an S on it, on it dot org because it's a nonprofit and, and there's and, it's freely available.
2: And yes, and that's how you can start to learn for yourself. It's not easy, but it's well worth it to, if you can start basically getting back the relationship that you never, never wanted to lose. Um, meanwhile, I'm Roberta Grimes. My books are The Fun of Dying, Find Out What Really Happens Next, and Four Novels and Counting. My Thomas is the story of Thomas Jefferson's Brief and Beautiful Marriage. Rich and Famous has just come out. It's a coming-of-age novel set in the go-go 80s. Then comes my Letters from Love series. This will eventually be seven, possibly eight novels. The first two are out, and the third comes out in the fall. Letter from Freedom and Letter from Money begin the series, and we're going to talk in the series about what human reality actually is, what human beings are, what reality is, but we talk about it in the context of some nice love stories. People have been raving about these books to me, which thrills me. Letter from Wonder, the third one will be out in the fall. And my new book about communicating with the dead, a lot more about what we've been talking about today, is The Fun of Staying in Touch. It'll come out in August. All my books are talked about on robertagrimes.com. Again, robertagrimes.com. We've been talking with Dr. R. Craig Hogan, and he's going to be a presenter, too, on his methods at the Conference on New Developments in Afterlife Communication. Please join us next week. Our guest for for the second time is going to be another presenter, Dr. Rochelle Wright. Meanwhile, visit AfterlifeForums.com and join the discussion there. Now, go out and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are an eternal being and you are infinitely loved.
1: You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about your eternal life. To learn more, tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For lively and positive discussions, visit www.afterlifeforums.com. To contact Roberta, email her at roberta at seekreality.com. Wishing you a productive week empowered by the truth of who you really are.